Hello, friends, and welcome to the Conscious Coping Club. I'm Lori Sharp-Page, and I'm bringing my expertise as a psychotherapist, my um, baggage as a human, and my hunch that learning how to cope is going to be a lot more fun when we do it together. Today's episode is brought to you by the feeling of frustration, the coping skill of realistic expectations, and the mental health resource of damn it dolls. All that and more on this week's episode of the Conscious Coping Club. It is time for us to talk about one of the most irritating feelings, in my opinion, the feeling of frustration. Frustration often comes up when we encounter resistance, when our plans don't work out as we had hoped, or when our efforts don't bring the results we've desired, or when things don't work the way that we think that they should work, or when our reality fails to meet our expectations. It's an irksome feeling. It makes me feel like I'm stuck or thwarted, like I can't move forward the way that I had intended to. And of course, as an emotion, frustration, like every other emotion, is neither good nor bad. It's a natural, normal human response, simply an indicator that something is not going as per our expectations or desires. This is why, even though it really an uncomfortable emotion, frustration does hold a purpose. It alerts us to problems and motivates us to seek solutions. It can be a catalyst for growth and change because it pushes us to adapt, learn, and ultimately improve. But there is a flip side. It can also shut us down, convince us to stop at the first side of it, and often we do. I find myself wrestling with frustration even though I know it never gets me anywhere. But I still treat it like something I can push away because I just don't like it. In my own life, I found that if I acknowledge frustration rather than trying to suppress it, that's really the first step towards better understanding what is going on, what is causing this, and how I can really truly consciously cope with frustration. I try to give my frustration space to be while also not getting caught up in its presence. Because every emotion has its place, including frustration. But frustration seems to show up more frequently than other feelings for me. And I get a little tired of constantly encountering barriers and resistance. And so I really have to work to remind myself that it's okay to feel frustrated, expected even. Because the key is not to prevent the frustration. The key is to respond to it constructively. Now let's talk about a valuable coping skill that can help mitigate frustrations and improve our overall satisfaction with life. The tool I'm talking about is setting realistic expectations. I know, I know, perhaps not the most sexy of coping skills, but a really, really, really important one. The reason being is because one of the most common sources of frustration is the discrepancy that exists between our expectations and the expectations of others or the natural expectations of our environment and cultures. This is why it's crucial to set realistic expectations, whether they are about our goals, relationships, or even day-to-day -day activities. I'm not saying don't stop dreaming big, don't stop having big goals, don't make yourself small in the name of realistic expectations, because that's not what I'm talking about here. 
Realistic expectations isn't about taking away the bright things in your life, the things that give you hope and joy. It doesn't mean aiming low. It means that you are compassionate with yourself and others. It's about setting achievable goals based on our circumstances, our relationships, and also an understanding that setbacks are part of life. Realistic expectations are flexible. They are reflective of what you know about yourself, your others, and your environment. And we have to really question the types of unrealistic expectations we set for ourselves constantly. Let me give you a few examples. It's an unrealistic expectation that you will be perfect at everything or anything. It is an unrealistic expectation that you can read your partner's mind and vice versa. It is an unrealistic expectation that you should be happy all the time. That is not something that exists for anyone. It is an unrealistic expectation that other people will change because you want them to or because you think that they need to. And finally, it's an unrealistic expectation that things in life will look exactly like you thought they would because they never do. In my own experience, realistic expectations really are a game changer, a simple, non-sexy game changer. I really noticed less frustration and a significant boost in my satisfaction and peace of mind when I took the time to really set expectations for myself and others in a realistic and compassionate way. Just remember, realistic expectations is a skill. I don't expect you to do it perfectly. It takes practice and you can start small and gradually just apply it to different areas of your life, particularly areas where you tell yourself, I never, I can't, I'm always, I won't. Be curious about those sort of statements because often there is an unrealistic expectation tucked in there. Unrealistic expectations are inevitable. So when you find yourself falling back into the pattern of setting them for yourself or others, remember another realistic expectation. We all fall into this trap from time to time and we can become obsessed with what we think should be versus what is. And if you find yourself on that hamster wheel, please be compassionate with yourself and gently escort yourself off. It's a small step, but trust me, it can significantly change how you perceive and interact with the world around you. And finally today, we're venturing into a fun yet surprisingly therapeutic world of stress relief toys. Specifically, we're talking about the Dammit dolls. These quirky, colorful dolls are designed for moments when you just want to let out a bit of frustration. Because let's face it, we've all had those moments. So what's so special about the Dammit doll, you may wonder? Well, when things go awry and frustration builds up, these dolls offer a physical outlet to express that emotion in a contained and healthy way. You can squeeze them, you can toss them around, you can bash them against a desk. It's like a stress ball with more personality, and I think it goes without saying way cuter. Let me go ahead and introduce you formally to the Dammit doll. So on the front of the Dammit doll, it says simply, Dammit doll, whenever things don't go so well and you want to hit the wall and yell, here's a little Dammit doll that you can't do without just grasp it firmly by the legs and find a place to slam it. And as you whack the stuffing out, yell, damn it, damn it, damn it. 
This is a really fun coping resource. I like having mine around. There is evidence to show that physical exertion can help people relieve stress. Now, obviously, we want to do that in an intentional way. I've got mine here with me. And like I said, I love having it on my desk. I think it's like my little special friend. So in those moments of frustration, giving this doll a good squeeze or a shake helps me channel that energy and regain a sense of calm. So one more time, allow me to demonstrate. Remember, it's always essential to have healthy outlets for your emotions. And the Dammit doll is one of the cutest, funnest ones I know. Toys like the Dammit doll can provide a safe and fun way to express and manage our frustration. So I encourage you to think about getting one and adding it to your conscious coping toolkit. That's all for this episode of the Conscious Coping Club. Join me in this journey at ConsciousCoping.club, where we navigate the labyrinth of life together with intention, courage, and a sense of discovery. Make sure to like and follow for more great content. And until next time, don't just cope, consciously cope. Um.